we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. This radio show is more important than any other mainstream media outlet that exists. The Breakfast Club. Don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. Come on, baby, let's play with it. Like the blue guy. You think I'm coming here when this shit ain't hot? DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. But what better place than, than here? I think everybody should go on the breakfast club and start <laughs> with that true. if yes. you want to shake it up. Ray, Ray, Ray! Yo, Charlamagne, Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now here and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Hey, how's it going, man? Kai. Kai, what's up? Get it off your chest. Why you sound so down, brother? No, I ain't down. I just woke up, man. By the time I woke shit. Your Uber shift? Where, where you do Uber at? I thought he said he was hey, smoking Uber. I was like, God damn, you got to get your life together. He said Uber. <laughs> yeah, man. Where you do Uber at, bro? In Brooklyn. On oh, Brooklyn. Okay. 
Is it is it true yes, that, that Uber takes like what forty percent of, of what you make? Nah, they don't, they don't, I don't think they take forty percent. Once the ride pops up on your screen, you just accept it and you get all the money that pops up on the screen. Okay. I don't know why everybody be complaining about. No, we appreciate you, brother. No doubt, uh, appreciate you too. But yeah, I just want to let all the drivers know when they'll be on the road. Stop with these emotional turns y'all be making. The bike lane is to the right every time you drive. Every time there's a driver in front of another driver and they're trying to get around, they always make this emotional turn try to get around the driver in front of them. And I'm always to the right. Drivers, we are to your right. Stop with the emotional turns. They're going to hurt somebody. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, man. No doubt, man. Have a good day. Bless. Yes, sir. You too. Hello. Who's this? It's your boy KP from the Bronx. KP from the BX, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. What's up, man? Listen, I'm calling because I want to be positive this morning. Like, in the next, like, five, six hours, I'm getting ready to get on the Carnival Cruise and go on this eight-day trip to Turk, St. Thomas, and Puerto Rico. Hey. Sam, I know it's going to be a good vibe. That's right, man. Set the vibes early. I like that. Who you taking, your wife? Nah, I'm going with the fam. Like, I'm going with one of my, my close best friends, his mom, sis, everybody like that, my extended family. Oh, that's right. beautiful, Well, brother. enjoy, bro. Enjoy that, man. Put your put your now, feet in the sand of Turks and Caicos. Huh? Say it again. I said, put your feet in the sand of Turks and Caicos, man. That's a beautiful place. Yeah, no, nah, facts. I've been there one time, but only when I was younger. So I know it's gonna be great now that I'm adult. Have you been on a cruise before? Yeah, probably like not for nothing. It's like my ninth time cruise. I've been on oh, Carnival, or Caribbean, Disney. Oh, okay. So you're a professional. Yeah. You know where you need to go, what time you need to go to lunch and dinner, and how to book all the excursions and all that. You're a pro. That's a, no, nah, that's a fact. My grandmother told me a long time ago, we've been going on cruise for years. So, you know, she's not with us no more, but it's something I like to keep doing because, you know, it makes me remember her. Okay, brother. Nope. Have a good one. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Sean. What's up? Sean, what up? Get it off your chest. Hey, as a founding member of the congregation, we are about to revoke the membership from Charlemagne if he don't change his era. Change my what? Soft girl era. We don't want that anymore. I am, I am in my soft girl era, bro. No, we will revoke your membership. Why, you a, you a soft girl? No, we're cha- we don't like to hear you like that. <laughs> what membership are we talking about? What club am I in? You're, you're in a real men club. You don't know what he identifies as, sir. <laughs> we definitely do know what he identifies as. I'm in my soft girl era, okay? He's a soft girl right now, sir. He looks good. Show man, you got 24... Look at that. You ain't even got a good that team. You can't even be in the, uh, the iPhone family. You still got an Android. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent something on your mind, call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Prince Creed from Virginia Beach. 757, what up, brother? Virginia Beach. What's good, family? Look, look, man. Um, let me get this off my chest real quick, man. Because I got a daughter. She's 20. She's at Norfolk State. Sorry about that, Envy. Um, but anyway, she's <laughs> in Norfolk State. And, you know, I went, in, went up there to go get her. And all these kids is walking with their phones. They're not even paying attention. So every morning... I'll send my daughter this text message, ABC, always be checking, always be careful. And I want to send that out to folks, man, because there's a lot of evil going out there, man. A lot mm-hmm. of evil lurking 
You know what I'm saying? So my message this morning is to tell these young folks, man, get out of them phones while y'all walking. No place outside, you know how they say the outside, is not safe. So I just want to send that message hey, out, man, on my favorite. You, huh? you absolutely right. But shouldn't you call your daughter if you're trying to get her to stop looking down at her phone? Why would you text her? Why would you contribute to the problem? <laughs> now, now, I send that to her before classes. But, but um, Charlamagne, you're totally right, bro. I do call her. One of the things is with, 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 with my mental health thing is that we don't call and we don't talk. We're not humanizing things anymore. But you're right. I text and I call. Word. But I know that she'd be in class, so that's why I text. As you should. And shout out to everybody heading to college. Shout out to Norfolk State. Shout out to Hampton, of course, and Virginia State, Virginia Union. All the colleges out in Virginia. Salute to the 757. All right, brother. No doubt. No doubt. He's right. I can't, yes, oh, sir. Peace, King. I can't stand that either. I hate, like, if I pull up you know, to pick my daughter up from cheerleading and all the girls are outside looking down at their mm -hmm. phone. And pay attention to your damn surroundings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can't even see nothing coming. Hello, who's this? Hey, Greg, North Trucker. Hey, I just wanted to say, you know, my chest about the um, the car show, man. It was amazing. I, my family had a good time. I was I was all I was amazed to see how your kids were able to walk around, you know, play with other people's kids and it was like you said, it was it was no nothing bad happened. We had a great time. Yeah, nah, my kids had a, a great time. I mean, they love the car shows because it gives them an opportunity to really just enjoy themselves. And like I tell everybody, that's what it's about. It's it's your kids playing with my kids. And, you know, we have enough security and safety there to make sure all the kids are straight. But also, it's a big community. Everybody's looking over each other's kids. And just everybody had a great time. And salute to you bringing your family out, brother. Appreciate you. Hey, thanks. Hello, who's this? Yeah, good morning, brother. This is Blue from the Bronx. Blue from the Bronx. Get it off your chest, brother. Yeah, this one right here is for Charlamagne. You know how you always say Florida people are crazy, the Bronx people are crazy. That's a fact. Then he'll say this little slick, he'll make a slick remark, but then he don't let nobody respond. He hang up the phone. I just want you to stop hanging up the phone. Get the man a chance to respond. I, I don't even, I don't, I don't even control the phone, sir. But go ahead, respond to him. Yeah, I just want him to talk. I said, there's some, there's some crazy people in the Bronx, yeah. But I'm just saying. You don't ever give nobody a chance to respond. So what I'm telling you is, all the slick stuff you be saying, it's give not, a man a chance to respond. It's, 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 you know it's what not mean? slick. It's you a scientific it's fact. That's all I'm on. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. These are, this, this is science, <laughs> sir. Why are you arguing with science? Nah, nah. I, I, I mean, what I, all I wanted you to do when you make your slick remark, instead of just hanging up, let's, let's, I'm let's, letting let's you respond, and you're not responding. responding. You, you just showing how crazy you all are this morning, sir. I try to let him respond. He just said, I just want you to let me respond. I let him respond. Then he just said, I just want you to let me respond. He's just showing how crazy uh, they are. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host Kiki here. Hey, friends. Now we're asking 800-585-1051. What are some signs you are getting old? This conversation comes from uh, Kevin Hart. We reported in the rumors early that Kevin Hart uh, was trying to, uh, I guess, race somebody in a in a foot race and got himself injured. Mm. Let's hear it right fast. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Let's start with you, Kiki. Okay, now for me, 
when I knew I was getting older, and I'm 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 an early thirty, so I'm still you know a little mm-hmm. young. But what tells you is when you hang around younger people. Mm. So like my sister in law is younger than me. Shout out to Quila. When we go on vacation. I want to go to the spot and lay down. Right. She want to go to the club. We got to mm. turn up. We got to pop bottles. And I, I also know when I go over somebody's house and they music real loud. Mm. Like, why is everything so loud? Right. That's when I know I was getting old. And also, when I discovered baseboards in my house, like, I didn't know. I was just living life in apartments. I didn't realize I had to clean a baseboard. And I re- finally figured out what that was. I was like, yeah, mm. you're getting old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for myself, there's, there's, there's a couple of things. Um... One, I, I when I drive now, I listen to the traffic report to see what the traffic's gonna be. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That also, I, I watch the news to see what the weather's gonna be. Okay, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that also, um, if I'm going somewhere like I'm catching a long flight, mm-hmm. I, I watch what I eat. Oh, meaning like if I, I know if like let's say I like cheesecake and right. I want cheesecake before I catch a flight, the person sitting next to me is gonna have a bad flight. <laughs> I, I'm, like there's certain things I know when I drink too much, I know like I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. Like there's certain certain things. The nap thing is always one. Uh, I do the old man basketball, so I, you know I got six kids. Yes. Um, two boys, four girls, and when I play my kids in basketball, I no longer am competitive. Real, like I back them <laughs> down, like my dad used to do me, just old man style and right. just kind of just do like a hook shot to yeah. beat them because I'm tired I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play with them no more I'm tired like I just want to win and then go um, <laughs> those, those are the, those are a lot of them and then I got tennis elbow and I haven't played tennis in 20 years Okay. and I think that's an old man's uh, injury tennis elbow Yeah. so I got tennis elbow right now Charlamagne mm. uh, I was born in 1978 um, so I thought th- the question was, what, what can't we do anymore after a certain age? Your memory's messed up. I can see it right now. Okay. okay. And he was just struggling with Instagram, too. <laughs> just struggling so with Instagram. Just tell I y'all, I how do I yeah. tag Michael Bivens? <laughs> can somebody, where are my knees? Can my knees help me? Yeah. When you get frustrated. What, what can I do anymore? Damn near everything. And especially everything I don't want to do. And it'd be the littlest things. Like, I, re- I realize now why our parents... You know, used to be in like the living room, and they would call us no matter where we was at in the apartment or the house or the trailer, <laughs> yes. just to get get them some water. Oh, get the remote control. I mean? Get them the remote control. The yes. Remote control was literally right there. I'm talking about like right there, <laughs> a foot away from you. But boy, when you be on that couch after a long work week or after a long day, you don't feel like getting up to do it. So come use your little young legs and get it for me. Another thing I can't do anymore at my age. What's that? Small talk. I don't oh. want any small talk. I have no problem either sitting around in silence. Yes. Or if you're talking to me about something I don't care about, I might tell you shut the f up right in the middle of the conversation because I don't have time for the small talk. I don't care in no way, shape, or form. Mm. And, and you know another reason why I, fe- I knew I was getting older? I started wearing Crocs. Okay. Oh yeah. I started yeah. wearing Crocs. When I went Crocs first, oh. I was like, look at them ugly ass old ass people shoes. Oh, Nothing yeah. wrong with Crocs. But now why you ain't mentioned hair dye. Hmm? You ain't realize you was getting old when you had to start <laughs> dyeing your beard and painting your um painting your fate. Hmm? Oh no, Envy, you be out here leaving them little stains on t-shirts and yes, stuff. Yes, he did. He did that to me. What? He definitely no, he did. did. He put it. It, it was. He de- no, you know what? He had it on himself. Uh-uh. He had it on his. Uh, he had a hoodie on one day, and it was all <laughs> on the neck of the hoodie. <laughs> the little black powder. Yeah, that little black powder. <laughs> you be trying to Kiki, whose side you on, Kiki? Whose side you on, Kiki? Nobody's side. She just actually. She just observing like. Why she laughing at me, and Kiki? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Why you don't do that no more? You stop because I keep calling you on. Yes. <laughs> that, you in the, that in the Walgreens ran out of just for men, so I, I um, I've been stuck for a little bit. But damn. I got a new delivery coming today. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Man, you a hater, Kiki? Don't laugh. I know. Act like you ain't dye your hair before Kiki. Oh, baby, you know. Well, no, I don't dye my hair. Oh, I right. baby, this night I put a whole wig on, so it's a it's Tell a cheat code. <laughs> it's, it's a cheat code. Trust me, he would too if they made beard wigs. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's KD from Milwaukee. 
Hey, Katie from Milwaukee. We're talking about signs you're getting old. Well, I know I'm only 30, and it's a bad example for sure. I got to carry a, a kit around with me that got BioFreeze, uh, ice packs, Damn. all of that. Dang. Why? What was you doing in your 20s? <laughs> Word. <laughs> well, I was always a sports head. So, I mean, recently, like probably like a year and a half ago, I was at a track meet, and they had like a little parents relay. And I was like, you know what? I think I still got it. I started running. I got 50 meters of the 100 meters, and all I know is I was on the ground next. How, how, how old are you? I my hamstring, and I have been the same since. How old are you? Only I just turned 30 in February. Man, y'all is babies, man. If y'all don't cut it out. <laughs> I, I will tell you another sign is always going to the doctor. If I get a pain, an injury, or any funny feeling, uh-huh. I go straight to the doctor. I'm just having good health insurance. That's what that is. Plenty of people who would love to just go to the doctor whenever they feel something <laughs> they can't because it helps them. I'll, I'll go to the ER. If, I, if something hurt too much, I'll go straight to the <laughs> I, ER. I'll tell, tell you what a good, another good sign is when you go to the doctor and you get a good report back. Oh, oh baby, you be so happy. Man, I got one Monday, okay? It says, overall, my results are excellent. Despite a high calcium score for your age, there's only minimal plaque in your heart arteries. Furthermore, your cholesterol profile is excellent and well below goal on your current statin <laughs> medication and acid. Which I would continue. Your blood pressure and heart rate are those of a man He's twenty so years younger. Yes. All these factors contribute to a very low ten-year cardiovascular risk there of only three point five percent. Optimal, optimal for men of your age would be three percent. So you are in very good shape. What about your butt? Salute though? to Dr. Puma and okay. everybody at Soren Medical. What about your butt, though? Yeah. Man, shut up, man. Colon- I'm not even colonoscopy. That's what I'm asking. I did that already. I got no polyps, no redness, no nothing. I think you need a second Just opinion. I don't. <laughs> that booty brown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, all I can think about was sexy red. <laughs> Stephanie! <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hey, Stephanie, good morning. Good morning. How old are you, Stephanie? 50. Okay, <laughs> you said now 60. we talking. Now okay. we talking. Now, what are some signs you're getting old, Stephanie? Hey, listen, I've been like five, six years ago, had to go back to missionary. Oh, no. I, I, I can't do the flips, the, the, the tricks and the turns. So, yeah, we, we back on missionary. Oh, Come on. No more back shots for you? No more back shots. You ain't riding nothing? No more. They ain't riding, they ain't kneeing, they ain't doing nothing. Okay, okay, oh. okay. Oh. Okay, <laughs> I, need, I need to know the measurements. I need your height. Girl, don't Wait. do it. Don't do it, girl. I need... Come on, come on, I think there's other factors involved other than age here. <laughs> uh, I'm so, so serious, missionary. And it's not for long. I'm gonna get twenty in, and that's it. I'm so serious too. How tall, How tall are, you? are you, Stephanie? Five two. How much do you weigh? Don't Stephanie? do it, girl. One sixty. Oh, okay. Now, what's the excuse? Hey, not a little. I mean, a little round, but nothing crazy. You know what right. I mean? She just lazy. <laughs> just lazy. <laughs> nah, I'm honey, these bones, these bones ain't right. Damn. Mm-mm. Well, let, how old is your boyfriend or husband? Fifty. Oh, sorry to that man. Were you sixty? He fifty. No, both of us are 50. Oh, 50. Might be time to tag somebody else in. Yo, mom. shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can. I gave him permission. Go ahead. Oh, you uh-huh. gave him permission? Thank you. I gave permission, yeah. I'm just saying, Kiki. You what? interested? What's when, going on? No, no. <laughs> when she can't do nothing but missionary, it's time to tag somebody else in, especially if he <laughs> is able to do other things. Is he able to do yes, other things? Right. That's right. I'm not selfish like that. Go on, boo. Do your thing. Hey, y'all are bugging. That's y'all married. Y'all right. supposed to look. Y'all supposed to go all the way to the end. How That's long right. y'all been together? Y'all been together a long time. 
Oh, 20 years. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. He's supposed to take that. Just, just like care. if he lose a leg, she's supposed right. to still stay with him regardless. She ain't going to be like, all right, let me go get a man with some legs. No, she got to stay with him. I don't want nobody else. I don't want nobody else. I love you. I love you. That's right, girl. You yeah, stay yeah. with your man. And he, he probably be I catching chocolate. And, and you can always get a vino lotion. You can make miracles happen with a vino. Who's it? All right, never mind. You have a go with my mom. <laughs> and she ashy. She don't even know who a Vino is. She don't know a Vino. She don't know Jergen. You know what I'm saying? She thinks Gold Bond is where you go when you get locked up. Oh, my God. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is aging beats the alternative, so enjoy it. All right. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. The brother Malcolm Jenkins. Welcome, brother. Appreciate y'all having me. How y'all doing? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. How you doing, my brother? Doing well, doing well. Malcolm got a new book out called What Winners Won't Tell You. I love that title. Break yeah. that title down. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of the times we see people who have a lot of success, who, who are champions, and, and we hold them up high, but oftentimes we don't see, you know, what makes them that way. Uh, and oftentimes we kind of glorify that that process and, and we look at the end, you know, the end result. But for me, I've always been a, bri a bridge builder and wanted to make sure that I contextualized the 13-year career that I just finished, you know, all of the things that I've kind of accomplished uh, by showcasing like that journey, that process, that evolution of you know a man uh, into what you see now and really that's to me that's what you what you want to do that's what you want to live you want to have impact on things you want to leave people with breadcrumbs to that mm -hmm. success uh and so i kind of open up the the reason i don't have the shirt on on the cover is because it's, it's a very uh vulnerable memoir it's one of the things where i show kind of the failures the process how i developed you know into the the, the person i am today nobody likes to show know, that no more he played in the nfl a former nfl player you got drafted with new orleans and yep. then you played for the eagles oh you got that cowboy you got that cowboy is this nah. shirt like kryptonite to you no not at all <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all we know what's gonna happen at the end of the year <laughs> you going to the super bowl i don't know he said that every year yeah, every year he says that but this it, the year that rings you said that last year said that last year now what what made you want to write this book now you talk about the winning and the losing and being so open and, and, and vulnerable what made you want to write the book at this time yeah so you know one of the things as an athlete your 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 life is usually documented by other people mm -hmm. everybody else writes about you talks about you and we rarely get to hear the athlete talk about their own experience and contextualize it for themselves i got two young daughters like you know that I think a lot about mm -hmm. what they what I want to leave to them how I want them to view me and so I figured it was better for my story to be told from my own words mm -hmm. uh, so I ended up writing the book myself you know cover to cover is all me um and it's and it's one of those things that I I'm always involved in everything I do mm -hmm. so you know for me it's it's one of those things that again everybody doesn't get to see what goes into the process that goes into the mindset um the the cerebral parts of not only football but life the failures and I think that that's, that's always been important for the people I know who are watching me to see mm -hmm. that part of it, um, because that's the difference. You know, most of the time they'll, you'll see somebody at the top and you you think you can't get there. You seem so different, you know, so far from your example. Um, and hopefully this this kind of closes that gap for the reader to see like, no, I, these people who have success are just like you. They go through trials, they go through tribulations It's those who continue to fight, those continue to play. You know, the idea, you know, that life is this journey. You don't especially with sports i think life is like a game we tend to only enjoy life or the game after we've won like mm -hmm. the victory is when you, you get to enjoy life but really the the winners will tell you that you enjoyed playing the game mm -hmm. and in life you have to enjoy where your feet are enjoy the process 
regardless of the results. And and really, that's how I've lived my life. That's how I've grown to to have success, and I try to live that every day. I love um in the book you talk about a lot of the things you did as far as in the social justice space because you were the head of the players coalition. coalition. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Mm-hmm. When it comes to social justice and being an athlete, what's the balance? Man, it's, you know, one of the things we had to do was find what our role was, you know, because we're not the experts. We're not uh, we're not devoting our lives to be activists, but we do have a role, you know, as as role models and a platform to do something. And I think one of the things that we found uh, to be very useful uh, was to place ourselves as conveners. We We can bring, you know, communities to politicians, to police. We can... Uh, use all of the intention that we get to drop to put pressure on you know those who are in power especially in our local markets and and that's really how we we formulated Anquan Bolden and myself formulated the Players Coalition as a vehicle for athletes all over the country if you say I want to get involved you know with the things going on in my community you want to get involved with politics in in whatever you want to lobby here's the education on the issues locally here's who you need to push on here's people are power and here's some resources to put those things together so you know, we've, it, we kind of worked through that on our own. And then once we figured out the plan or figured out what worked, we just held the door open for anybody who wanted to come. It, it started with a group of about 12 athletes and now it's expanded to 12 professional leagues of sports, mm-hmm. uh, which is far greater than, than anything I could imagine when we started it. Um, having impact with, you know, grassroots organizations all the way up to, you know, politics. What are some of the accomplishments that the Players Coalition did that we didn't hear about? Uh, so the majority majority of the work was like, hey, all right, talking about the negotiation with the league and things like that. But what we were able to turn that into, you know, so specifically in, my focus was in Pennsylvania. Uh, one of the things I was most proud of was uh, we pushed for a bill to get passed called the Clean Slate Act. Mm-hmm. And most people don't know one in three people in America have an, uh, some kind of criminal record. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what this did was roll back or expunge those records after 10 years if you hadn't. Uh, violated for nonviolent offenses. And we were like, you know, that's a low-hanging fruit. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, but that ended up affecting like over 3 million people mm. uh, across the state of Pennsylvania. So that's that affects how you, you know, what jobs you can get, where you can live. And it's just, that's a very low-hanging, you know, low-hanging fruit when it comes to the policy. In New England, guys were doing things. They they lobbied to get a bunch of millions of dollars put into the school system to mm-hmm. close the, the digital divide, getting, mm-hmm. you know, uh, computers and things like that. So these are happening all over the the country, Louisiana, uh, Florida, Ohio, all the way to Cali, and they're and it's being done not only by me but obviously by athletes all over. Now, when players were, were kneeling at one time, uh, how did you guys support the players, if at all? Yeah, well, I was raising my fist, and, and I was one. That's how the Player Coalition kind of came to about, and I talk about it in the book, mm-hmm. uh, just about like that moment, everybody wanting to figure out what to do, but not quite agreeing, which seems to be <laughs> over the time of history. 
a common thread like people having you know the same ideals a bunch of people want being very passionate about you know pushing black people forward or, or getting involved but having differences of agreement you know differences of opinion and, and strategy uh but my biggest thing was always about the work i'm like whoever is is about you know making a change and, and and putting in the time and effort to do it let's let's collaborate let's work together and we've been doing that over you know over the course of now coming up on a decade I, f I feel like you took a lot of heat back then yeah you know eric reed called you a sellout you know y'all had y'all if you watch football your famous confrontation mm -hmm. you know b b during the game before the game as well like have y'all been able to have a conversation since then no, nah, you know, and a lot of people, you know, even in those times were, were like, hey, my, man, you need to reconcile that. You need to squash that. But I've always maintained that, you know, I never wanted to be besides that. And I was very disappointed after that game of myself mm -hmm. because I gave the media that image. The last thing I wanted was two black men fighting over trying to save their people or trying to help their people. That's mm -hmm. just counterintuitive. It, do, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've always maintained that, like, I'm proud of the work that they did. I'm proud of, you know, all of us were, were trying to figure it out at that time but it's not me it's not on me to reconcile the situation like i never had a problem i don't hold any gripes um i was always focused on the work i knew that regardless of how you know i was feeling the things that were coming down to me the things that people were saying my focus was always on the people i got into this not you know to lift myself up so my feelings didn't matter mm -hmm. it was like okay what's the what's the goal here and it's to help so all of that to me were was distractions and I had to stay, you know, stay focused on the goal, why I was there, why, you know, I put myself in that position uh, and just maintain. All right. We got more with Malcolm Jenkins when we come back. His new book, What Winners Won't Tell You, is out right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Malcolm Jenkins. His new book, What Winners Won't Tell You, is out right now. What was your thoughts on uh, everything that's going on with Colin Kaepernick and everything that's happening right now? What's your thoughts on that? I mean, it's, you know, it's confusing at, at this time. It's what, almost seven years mm -hmm. away. You know, it's you, you almost want him to just kind of like stand on his legacy. I think any the, the way that it's being approached now and the way that it's being kind of laid out, it, it almost, you know, it's like worrisome. It makes me it makes me a little worried. What you mean? I mean, you know, you're talking about, you know, somebody who's once uh, playing in a Super Bowl that's down like begging for, to be on the practice squad seven years after later. It's, you know, forget the politics or who, who he is. Any athlete that's out of the game for seven years and is still begging to be in a practice squad is concerning to me. It's that now being on the other side of retirement and, and having to deal with that, that identity change myself, you know that that's, that's a, it's a strong thing that he's dealing with. And you worry about like, okay, how, how does one handle transitioning into the next phase of life, the next mm -hmm. chapter? Uh, mm -hmm. Because that one's done. Like you can't play football forever. So we need to see, you know, what that next example is. And I, it's with so many people following him, I think we all want to know like, all right, what's that? What's mm -hmm. that next move? You know, some people would say that, you know, he, he's been playing similar to you, I'm sure, since you were three years old. So that's all that you know and love. And maybe on the bucket list was playing in the Super Bowl or winning a Super Bowl, I should say. So for some people who say maybe he hasn't got that off yet. And then some people would say, you know, like even Charlemagne has mentioned that he feels like that letter was kind of like a, an embarrassment and a disgrace that, you know, you go from pro athlete to Super Bowl contender to practice squad. No, I don't, I don't think anybody want to win a Super Bowl that bad. I don't think it's about the Super Bowl because that's not what we're talking about, right? We're talking about just getting on the roster. Um, but you know, who knows? I, I think that's the that's the one thing that 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 leaves the concern is we don't know what the motivation is. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't I don't know that you know one is chasing you know a Super Bowl. I think it is. I think it comes down to and and I'm watching it in many teammates of mine. Like even um, I don't know if you saw Kelsey 
Jason Kelsey did a documentary uh, about his life last year. He was trying to decide if he wanted to play or not. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, he he goes through all of these things that he loves most, his family, his wife, uh, his health. Um, but he is so afraid of moving on to something else. He says, I can't imagine myself being the best in the world or anything else. And so he decides to come back. He's obviously playing again this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched it. Most people applaud it. I watched it in fear because here you are saying all the things that you value most, you're willing to sacrifice because you're afraid of stepping into the unknown. Damn. And I think that's one of the things that, like, I know for me, the, the opening chapter in my book is fear. I've learned to always, like, step into the things I'm afraid of. And that's how I knew I was ready to step away from the game is because the only thing that was holding me there, I had made enough money. My body was healthy. I was... I was focused on other things, but the only thing really keeping me there was the fact that I was afraid to step into the unknown of, you know, I've been playing football since I was seven. Same, mm-hmm. same type of thing. But for me, my my response is to lean into that. So it's, I think there is a lot of that going on with athletes right now. And I think with Kaepernick being who he is and what he means to especially our people, I think, you know, we always want him to be the, the example. But I think it's a great kind of reminder that everybody's human. Everybody's dealing with mm-hmm. the human stuff. And oftentimes, too, when, when you when you're when you when you don't let go of something, you block a lot of your blessings. You yeah. never know what the future is going to hold if you keep holding on to the past. Yeah, I never thought I would write a book. Wow. Never, never in my life thought I would write a book. Wow. Um, and it wasn't until like yeah, you start to let go of these ideas of who you're supposed to be and, and these limitations we've kind of put on ourselves, and you lean into the unknown and say, well, okay, I can't tell myself I can't do this until I've proven myself. You know, until until life proves that I can't do something, I have to always assume that I can. And for me, it's just always about like trying to expand, you know, the human experience as much as possible. I'm a forever learner. I'm curious about everything. Mm-hmm. And the more and more you learn, the more you do, you start to realize, you know, that there are no limitations, that any of the problems that you have in your life, you are going to be the base of that solution. And that's a journey. It's not easy to get there. That, mm-hmm. that takes a lot of trial and error. I love you how you started chapter two. You started <clears throat> with a quote. We must all suffer one or two pains. The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Which ones did you suffer the more? I think I, I suffered both until I learned, you know, the pain of discipline. I, I think I've gotten so much more comfortable in the pain of discipline than the pain of regret. Mm. Um, both hurt, though. And I think, you know, especially when you talk about, like, even love is one of those things is I've come to find love is like an action word. I take love out as a noun in my vocabulary because we, we often love in feelings, but to really love somebody or even love yourself it looks like discipline it doesn't we'll look in the mirror and say I feel good about myself so I love myself or I feel confident so I must love myself and so we love everybody else with feelings but when you start to just look at actions like how what are the things you do to love yourself okay do you have discipline with what you eat how you work out how you take care of yourself you know do you go places you don't need to are you reading are you cultivating these parts mm-hmm. of yourself Th- those things are uncomfortable they take discipline but they always expand who you are they, they help you grow they help you go to where you're trying to get to and i think a lot of the times we try to avoid that discipline and end up just still being uncomfortable with the results because we, we regret it not having that mm-hmm. you know not taking advantage of those times so for me i'm always trying to focus on you know the end goal doing those small things daily uh that starve yourself maybe sometimes with some enjoyment but at the same time, you know you're moving in, in the direction you want to go. Now, you mentioned earlier you had two daughters. And, and I always ask athletes when they come up here, if you did have a son, mm-hmm. uh, would you want your son to play in the NFL? Uh, I don't think I would have a desire for him to play. If he wanted to, you know, for sure, I got all the keys to, to show you how to get there and stay there. You know, it's a dangerous sport, but everything is is, is dangerous. And I, I think one of the things about me, I, my first, the first half of my career, I, was, I would get these nagging injuries. 
my neck. I talk about in the book, I had to get a bunch of epidural shots in my neck. I'm like, I thought those were just for women pregnant. Women, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was getting them in my neck to play football. You, you're on heavy kind of anti-inflammatories, things like that. So they're the negative things. But when I stopped trying to hurt people in the game, I stopped trying to punish my defenders, I stopped getting hurt. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I played eight seasons straight with no injury, which is absurd in the NFL. So there is a way to play the game. There's a way to, to kind of move about it, take care of yourself that is safe. But obviously, it's it's a violent sport. But the things that I've learned from playing football are things that, you know, have made me who I am. I think they give me an advantage in any situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about, you know, stepping away from the game and being since seven years old, you've been trained to be a leader. You've been trained to problem solve. You've been trained to to go through processes, to evaluate yourself, to evaluate your opponent, fail, do it all over again, like live on routine. Like all of those things are things that when you get out into the world, you see regular people, CEOs all the way down struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, yet we've been equipped to do this and been kind of trained to do that. So, you know, it's a trade off. You know, I think some of those things are good. Some of them bad. It's just up to if I had a son, it would really be up to him. All right, we got more with Malcolm Jenkins when we come back. His new book, What Winners Won't Tell You, is out right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Malcolm Jenkins. His new book, What Winners Won't Tell You, is out right now. Charlemagne? You know, Tom Brady wrote the foreword of your book. Mm-hmm. Explain that relationship, because I would never have wrote a foreword <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were looking. Obviously, we titled it, you know, What Winners Won't Tell You, Lessons from a Legendary Defender. And we're kind of like, all right, well, who do we get to? write the foreword and Tom's name came up and I'm like guys like I've been trolling Tom about this Super Bowl exactly for a few years now (laughs) like I don't know if Tom is gonna write it but you know when I think about as a defender who was my favorite opponent it was Tom Brady Mm. love playing Tom he always brought the best out of me as a player and you know he's the greatest of all time so I just kind of shot my shot, shot him a text uh, and he obliged you know that was and it was kind of the cherry on top of the book definitely you know, a stamp. I appreciated him for that. Did y'all have a relationship before that? Uh, really just a mutual, you know, relationship. Respect is like an opponent being peers in the league. Uh, but no, we're not like friends. We don't hang out. Uh, so this is really just based off of like, I see you, you see me type mm-hmm. of thing. Now, you said he's the greatest of all time. I do, yeah. So you, uh, you you stand by he's the greatest quarterback of all time? Yeah. Okay, why? Because he does the ordinary better than everybody. Ooh. Like, I look at Aaron Rodgers and I'm looking at his skill set. Like, okay, Aaron Rodgers is probably the tougher one to play because mm-hmm. he, he has a skill set that really nobody else has. Like, on the field, it's hard. But Tom, he's not faster than everybody. He's, uh, people have better arm talent. He, you know, there have been other cerebral quarterbacks, but it's like, well, why is he having the success he has? And it's because of his process. He does all the ordinary things better than everybody else. Ooh. And I think that's that, to me, is like the cheat code of life. Like, you can... There's always going to be people with God-given talent, but you master the things that don't take talent and watch how far it goes. I feel like, man, what you just said makes so much sense. When you look at the people who have God-given talent, they usually do the basics better than everybody. Mm-hmm. Like They usually mm-hmm. do something as simple as practice yeah. harder than everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. think about you look at Steph Curry, mm-hmm. Jordan, all these Kobe people like Bryant, Kobe. Yeah. They talk about Brown, practicing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they, Jordan, don't, they don't yeah. talk about like, ah, oh, yeah, I got to, you know, I, I can jump high. So that's... I just jumped over. No, they doing the very simple things mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And we only see it in the game. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is crazy. And you don't realize he just been doing this same drill since the age of seven. Right. <laughs> and so now it's like clockwork. Body, you know, it's a uh, muscle memory. And I think that's that's something I've always been fascinated in and try to do myself. Is like, instead of trying to be the best at some God-given talent or do these amazing things, like, how do you just do the ordinary right. better Absolutely. than everybody else? Absolutely. Now, you were just inducted into the uh, Ohio State Hall of Fame, so mm-hmm. congratulations. Appreciate that. 
Now, just if, if you could go back and change it, because you know we, we talk about all the things you stand for now, would you prefer or would you have rather went to an HBCU? Both of my parents went to um, to North Carolina A and T. I think going back, no, it was a different time, right? I think right now, the way that there's attention on it, there's people willing to put resources behind the programs and all this happened. Of course I would now. You know, I think back then, it, it you would have just kind of been selling yourself short. It's like you you need the entire environment. You need the eyes. You need yeah. the coaches to it's come not see. Just you one, need to... one player coming. Mm-hmm. You need the coach. Like what Dion was doing, you know, for HBCUs was, was a movement. And that's, I think, what is what we wanted to see. That's what would have made it, you know, appetizing for me as an athlete. And, you know, I, but I do look at these athletes now who were doing it. Like, ah, I wish I had, I wish the environment was like that when I was coming out. Mm-hmm. We, we have those conversations, man. But I keep thinking, I, I want people to remember, Dion's an anomaly, man. He is. Like, Dion was one of the biggest stars in the world. Because mm-hmm. it's not like, uh, Eddie George is coaching. Right, right. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, yeah. like, we can be supporting Eddie few, George. It's too. a few, yeah. It's because it's Dion. Yeah. Like, that's what, it's not, how? Uh, is it Hugh Jackson's, in the, is Hugh Jackson's coaching too, right? I believe I so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's not the only one, but mm-hmm. it is the Dion effect for sure. It's the, it's not just the on-field stuff and coaching. It's the attention you're bringing, the message that you're bringing, the, the pride and, mm-hmm. and kind of the, the showmanship that you bring to it too. You got to make it cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did your trip to Ghana um, influence your advocacy? Yeah. Uh, or just change your life, period? It changed everything. You know, you start to, I think all of us have a, a bit of an identity crisis at some point. You know, if you're African-American, you want to know where you came from. And at the lowest point in my life, it was like one of the most critical moments in my in the book. I needed to get away. And I was like, I always wanted to go to Africa. So I went to Ghana and it was just to be around something you know a place that's all black for a week and a half i didn't realize how much i needed that until i came back i was like i hadn't i hadn't even thought about being black for a week and a half Mm. and i was like that must be what white privilege feels like man and like oh you know it's like you you didn't realize you needed those spaces to get away and so just going to the the slave slave castles Mm. the door no return you just feel this this connection with your ancestry that i hadn't had before um, and so, and even just nature and, and all of those things. So for me, it was, it was life changing, changed my perspective of like, what's important, what's my role here. Like you don't, I don't strive to, to have success in this kind of like American society. It's like, I'm, I'm here for a purpose. I'm, I'm live here. This is what I call home, but I don't have to buy into the ideology. You have a, you have something before slavery now to tap into mm-hmm. a history to, to, to explore. And I think that, that, that was mentally liberating for me. You take your daughters? Uh, nah, they haven't been yet. We've okay. been we've been to the the continent. We were in like Northern Africa, uh, Morocco, Marrakesh, but they haven't been to Ghana yet. Yeah, I took all four of mine, and my 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 seven year old she she's eight now, but she she literally was like, "Where are the white people at?" Mm. Like, is yeah, that it's noticeable? that is that noticeable? Yeah. <laughs> the only I was like, I tell I talk about it in the book. The only white face I saw was Jesus, and they have him. <laughs> white Jesus is everywhere. Wow. It, was, it was crazy. But I did bring. Uh, I brought my two brothers. Uh, brought some of my frat brothers. I've been there like four times. The last time. Um, and we close out the book with it is uh, the time I bring my parents. They always wanted to get to the continent, mm-hmm. and so I bring them with them, bring them with me, and they they had a they had a blast. You got to pick up the new book. Oh, yeah, definitely. What witness yeah. won't tell you. We appreciate you joining us. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining us no, this morning. Appreciate y'all having me for sure. Pick up the book right now, Malcolm Jenkins. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Yeah. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey.
week, a Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Oh, Police okay. arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's the breakfast club, bitch. Mm. Donkey of the day mm. with Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, do all this your own people, okay? Donkey of the day goes to Renee Don Scoglon. I know I pronounced her last name oh, wrong, wrong. Yes. okay? But Renee is from Florida, ladies and gentlemen. And what does your Uncle Charla always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And today is no exception, okay? Renee is 30 years old. And she will spend two years under community control, which is a form of house arrest, eight years on probation, and will have to pay a fine of more than 17 grand. And personally, I don't think that is enough. In fact, I think she should get actual prison time. Why, Uncle Charla? Why are you wishing prison time on this woman? Well, let's Go to Fox 13, Tampa for the report, please. South Dakota resident Renee Scoglin is far from home and in legal hot water that even surprised the judge. This is really unbelievable. Scoglin's trail of lies started when she decided to come to Tampa Bay and cheat on her husband. Mm. That she felt guilty about this due to her marital status and she wanted to get checked for sexual transmitted diseases. But she wanted to get tested for free. So she decided to call 911. Colglen made up a story about having car trouble and pulling over on the side of the road. An unknown male approached her. Because her face was covered, she couldn't describe her attacker. When police checked her cell phone and found this Walmart surveillance video of Scoglin buying the rope herself. She confessed mm -hmm. to making the whole thing up. She was charged with making a false police report and decided... We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue.
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. ...to take a plea deal. She's not even from Florida. She's from South Dakota. Came to Florida and became a Florida fool because it's in the water. <laughs> All right? This woman made up a false rape report in Florida to get a free STD test. Let's just sit here for a second and take that in. Let me like my Palo Santo. Just think about that. Mm-hmm. Renee made up a false rape report in Florida to get a free STD test. Huh? Mm-hmm. Believe all women, huh? Define all. Okay, that's what we should have asked when that foolish-ass slogan became part of our lexicon. What do you mean by all? Because women like Renee can't possibly be under the umbrella of all, correct? I have so many questions. Why didn't she just go to the clinic? Okay, I did some research, and by research, I mean Google, and all I did was type in free STD testing in Florida. It's a whole website called SaferSTDTesting.com. It tells you all the clinics that are near you. It says right here, if you're looking for cheap STD testing clinics in the state of Florida to get an HIV, herpes, chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, or hepatitis screening for yourself or your partner, you can get tested today by selecting an option below to find an affordable STD test clinic near you. Same day STD testing locations also available with results in one to two days. Why didn't you just go to a free clinic? Now, Renee at the time was married and she lied about this sexual assault in an attempt to get a free STD test after she had a one night stand in Tampa. Mm-mm. So she cheated on her husband felt guilty about it so she decided to go get checked out for a std and instead of just going to a doctor or a clinic she decided to lie about being raped so she could get a free std test renee what was your plan b okay <laughs> if that was plan a what was plan b this couldn't have been the only plan not to mention you lied about a rape claim so you could get a free std test so clearly you hard on money but you had money to buy rope <laughs> we looked it up uh the hollow braid rope that she bought is 22 dollars Okay, how much is an STD test in Florida? According to Google, the cost of an STD test will vary by location and test type. Some clinics, usually community or nonprofit clinics, offer free or low-cost testing. Labs, clinics, and at-home testing companies may accept insurance to cover or lower your cost of testing. And lab testing fees range from $8 to $150. 
You had money for an STD test, okay? I saw other sources say that an STD test in Florida is $55. The test covers syphilis and HIV, chlamydia, gonorrhea, herpes test, $45. All I'm saying is, if you had money for rope, you could have gotten some money for an STD test. Hell, you had money to travel from South Dakota to Tampa to creep in the first place, okay? <laughs> Renee, what about condoms? Which you, too, can get free from the clinic, all right? Two words for you, Renee. Planned Parenthood. They can help you get condoms and other birth control methods for free. Is that where inflation is taking us now? Where people can't even afford to cheat? Huh? <laughs> what happened to the good old days when, you know, you got an STD and blamed it on your significant other? <laughs> we used to be a country. We are getting away from traditional values, not to mention you nasty, Renee. Not only are you a despicable human who would lie about being raped, you slept with your little side piece unprotected. Bareback, shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yay. You fought bare knuckle in the club and thought you lost. That's why you went to go get an STD test, okay? Lock this woman up, all right? Put her under the jail. There's too many women out here who are real victims who actually are dealing with the real trauma of being sexually assaulted, and you out here lying simply because you cheated on your husband and did the raw dog roulette with another man? Huh? Please give Renee Don Stoglon the biggest hee -haw. What a world we live in, man. Mm -mm -mm -mm. It's wild. You want to play a game? I do. All right, let's play a game of Guess What Ratio! So right. Renee Don Scoglon from South Dakota traveled all the way to Tampa, Florida, so she could do the raw dog roulette with a side piece. Thought she caught an STD, so she lied about being raped, so she could get a free STD test. Mona, guess what race she is? She is a Caucasian from the Caucasus Mountains. I shake it up, mm. I shake it up. One of Yakub's finest creations, Mona says. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. Okay, a uh, DJ in white. Well, don't call me white girl. Mm -hmm. And DJ Envy. Yes, sir. You are both correct. Renee is Caucasian. She got made by Yakub on her ass cheeks. Jesus. <laughs> right? What did I win? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. You didn't win nothing. It's the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The legendary. Taraji P. Henson. Welcome. How are you? I'm yeah, how are you feeling? I, I feel great. Mm -hmm. I feel great, you know. Whenever I come to New York, and especially when I'm coming for Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation, mm -hmm. you know we coming to spread joy, spread a message that it's okay not to be okay. That's right. You started that conversation. For, for people who don't know what the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation is. Okay. Tell them. Yes. Um, Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation, we launched in 2018. Mm -hmm. And it, it's really to eradicate the stigma around mental illness in the black community mm -hmm. and to bring more awareness to mental wellness in the black community. Because, you know, we don't talk about it. That's right. We suffer in silence. We isolate mm -hmm. and we try to be strong and we're dying. So um, out of my own necessity for my own help, mental wellness and my son, um, I realized there was no real help out there for us. So I had to do something about it. So my best friend since the seventh grade, Tracy J. Tracy. <laughs> we launched the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation to hopefully um, help a, a under underserved community. How's your son doing? 
He's doing great. He's doing great. He's doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing great. He's maneuvering through, you know, trying to become being a young black man in America. You know, when those rose colored glasses come mm-hmm. off, I'm mm-hmm. sure you remember those days. But he's maneuvered through it pretty well. Did he have a moment? Like, oh, he had a huge moment. Uh-oh. But I was, he picked the right mother because you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's interesting because I had an older gentleman tell me years ago. Um, when I was on the television show called The Division, it was my first series regular, and I came in upset about something with Marcel. He was little at the time. And this guy said, don't you ever give up on him. Mm. Don't ever give up. I don't even know if Mark is still alive to this day, but I just remember him. I never forget him saying that. And every time I would have these issues with my son, I would be like wanting to choke him. I would hear his voice, don't ever give up. And um, you can't give up on your kids. You just got to pray. Tracy sent me something. Oh, was it you or Pam? Somebody sent me something about, a. I think it was a, um, a pastor who was saying, don't give up on your baby. I don't care if they strung out on drugs. Mm-hmm. Whatever their problem is, you wrap them up. In prayer, don't ever give up on your children. Mm. So, what if you have to? Damn, can you set? You made me think. Can you set boundaries with your kids if you need? You them? have to set boundaries. You yeah. must set boundaries. Are you kidding me? What type of boundaries? Boundaries. Like, what are you willing to accept and not mm-hmm. accept? You have to because these kids nowadays come so privileged. They're not like us. Mm-hmm. Now, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, I don't even think I. I don't can't remember the last time I saw a group of children playing outside. That's mm-hmm. real. Yeah, I make mine go outside. You have to, yeah, because they have these devices now, mm-hmm. um, which is not good for the mental. Mm-hmm. So um, these kids aren't—they don't even know what fresh air is anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you mm-hmm. know. It's just a weird time to be a young yeah, kid. That's true. You don't even tell kids. I mean, you smell like outside because yeah. they don't go out. They, they don't, don't go, go outside. Out. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I seen girls playing double dutch or or just Definitely riding bikes or anything. I guess the scariest thing is you don't want them to like make any mistakes that's going to really cost them while they're coming around. Correct. Absolutely. You that's know? that was your mother's fear. Mm-hmm. That's all, every parent's fear. That was your father's fear. That's all of our fear forever. Like <laughs> my mother to this day, she tracks me. I'm 53 and <laughs> she wow. tracks me and she's like, "I just feel so much better knowing where you are." Mm-hmm. And when I see you're not moving, I can sleep at night. It right. never ends. Mm-hmm. It never ends. What what you know, we we don't talk about enough the resources that are available for the friends and family that have to deal with folks who have mental health issues. Exactly. You know? Uh, because it takes a toll on them, uh, especially parents. Because mm-hmm. you feel like, I can't fix my child. It's something that I did wrong. It's really hard um, because that's your job to protect your kids and save them from, you know, mishaps. And when you can't, you feel inadequate or you feel like... Um, you're not doing your job. It's hard. Parenting is not easy. Man. And then being a single parent, I promise you, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Mm. I wouldn't. What? I just wouldn't. It's it's. First of all, children need both parents. Boy, boys and girls. I don't care. You need both of your parents. Mm-hmm. If you're not living in the same household, you you still need both. I mean, you know, regardless of whether your relationship mm-hmm. works out, that has nothing to do with the kid. You still right. have to show up both parents for that child. Unfortunately, my son's father was murdered, so I didn't have an option. But um, yeah, it's it's hard. It's tough, especially me being a, a boy mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need the man. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't teach him how to be a man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to be a man. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the that was the hardest struggle for us because when he was becoming a man, he's looking at me like you can't tell me anything. What can you tell me? Your girl. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the dynamic is it gets a little difficult in the young adult years. Like Charlamagne was just saying, you know, so what do you do to make sure your mental is good? 
Remember when I went to Bali? <laughs> I do. You there for a long time, too. I went too. for a whole month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to. I had to. I was coming apart at the seams. And I didn't realize it because I was working. Mm-hmm. And and God is, God is amazing because God will put you in a situation where you have to sit down. And I have been wor- in this, doing this for what, over 20 years. Mm-hmm. I have been working nonstop my entire career, right? And it was just this past year where I didn't have a lot. You know, I did color purple and I was just kind of like sitting around and not sitting around. I had other stuff to do. But as far as like a call sheet and showing up and knowing lines and that kind of work, acting gigs. Um, And it was for a reason because I needed to I needed to take care of me. I was not in a good place mentally. I just really wasn't. And um, and thank God I had that time Mm -hmm. to take care because Lord knows where I would be if I didn't have the time to, to, to really listen to myself and take time for myself. And I think we live in such a grind society. It's all mm-hmm. about grinding. Mm-hmm. You can sleep when you're in that box. Well, if you don't sleep now, you might get to that box a little sooner than right, you right. playing. When you when you finally slowed down, were you were you surprised that you weren't happy? Uh I was at first, but then I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Because once you sit down and you go, well, how did you expect to be happy if you weren't paying attention? Like I wasn't tracking my feelings. I was just working. And when you finally make it, you have this dream. I don't care what it is. You could be it could be a, to be a chef or whatever. But you have this dream and it finally comes true. It's like I can't stop now because what if the phone stops ringing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're not really paying attention to you're not doing a mental check. And then, like I said, God did it for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the jobs piled up and I literally had to stop and check myself. I wasn't doing well. And I knew because I was looking at the people around me and they were like walking on eggshells. And I'm a cool person. Like I'm I'm the I'm the most fun person. But they were concerned because I was a short fuse. Mm. Any little thing. I was like, I'm so annoyed. I was annoyed about every little mm-hmm. thing. And it was like, like I could even feel myself wanting to get into like arguments on the streets and you know nowadays that's not safe not Girl, rage, not you, not it could be the end of your life mm-hmm. you know and so it was things like little things were triggering me little things that once upon a time would just you know be water under the bridge or water off my back but whatever but I was literally everything was just uh, just I felt like I could just run through a wall mm. it, no, <laughs> but you it had sounds... the self-awareness to know it was you though a exactly. lot of people don't you know, yeah. a lot of people will be like, that's everybody else. Point fingers, right? No, 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 no. I'm the type, like, if I don't feel 100%, I stay home. I don't mm. put my on other people. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not in the best mood, I want to be the type of person when I come into a room and I leave, everybody's much better mm-hmm. after my presence, Absolutely. right? And if I can't give that, then I need to stay home. Mm. All right, we got more with Taraji P. Henson. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy. Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Taraji P. Charlamagne, what is Joy Joints? Joy Joints. Okay, this is what I love because this is a time for us to really celebrate us mm-hmm. and to find that joy. And remind ourselves that that joy is our birthright. It's something that we were born with and it's something that is ours. And so across the nation, we want people to, if you have, if you're at work, it can be an office group. It could be friends. Remember how I said we don't see people playing outside anymore? Mm-hmm. That we're mm-hmm. trying to recreate that. Get the kids, have kickball, you know, go outside and play kickball or spades games, double dutch. Whatever it is that brings you joy, get a group of people and do it. 
Um, and we're all connecting through the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation to raise awareness of just finding your joy, tapping back into your joy. So it's like a party? Uh, it's a huge party, a, na- okay. a nationwide party. Got you, got you, got you. Got <laughs> and you hooked up with Kate Spade on this? Yes, Kate Spade is, has been our partner since 20, uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. And they have really just been incredible partners. Kate Spade, New York, just been everything. They are the reason why we're able to uh, erect these wellness pods at HBCU campuses. They've been our partners in that and just in our partners in getting the message of mental wellness. And talk about that, what you're doing on those HBCU campuses. Okay. And the first so campus we, you started with. Yeah, we started with um, Alabama State University. We mm-hmm. um, we erected the first pod back April mm-hmm. and it's been a huge success. Um, we're interested in universities that have um, who are very serious or invested in their student body mental wellness Um, because it's one thing for us to bring the pod but now we need your help to keep it going and Mm -hmm. make sure that the kids are getting you know the help and the resources that they need Um, and our next stop is Hampton and we're doing this one in November Um, and this is our second university we are Are you allowed to do it at Hampton being a Howard (laughs) I knew you was going to bring something (laughs) (laughs) He got. He's trying to get me back because he missed me on this wall over here. Wow! See wow. how people take it too far. Negroes always got to take wow. it a little too far. Yeah, I know y'all lost you last weekend. You know, it was a Hampton Howard game. But that's y'all okay. Lost but y'all, it's not row. like y'all number one on in, in anything. So. Damn. <laughs> It's Damn. okay. Joy, joy. We have, we're here to spread joy. <laughs> it's joy. <laughs> he tried it. Did he put his helmet up there? Put that helmet up there. Helmet. <laughs> Get that water bucket out of here. <laughs> anyway, he threw me off my joy. I'm back. <laughs> so what are the pods exactly? Oh, they're like these uh, containers. You know those containers that everybody's making into homes now? Yep, yep. So we found a company, SI Container Bills, mm-hmm. and they are amazing. We had a student from um, Alabama State University who's a visual artist, mm-hmm. and she made the whole m- mural, which is so beautiful. But in the respite pod, you can have... Um, uh, meditation mm-hmm. you can do yoga we have two actual rest pods where stu because you know when you're in college you're always around people that's right you know you have roommates it's the study hall it's the students and sometimes you just need to get away from all of that and so we have these rooms where you can go respite you can rest you can meet with a therapist mm-hmm. virtually or in person or you can just go in there and just relax and chill yeah, sometimes you just need Decompress. to disconnect. Yes, 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 yes. So it's a safe space for students to go when they feel stressed or when it's too much. How many HBCUs are you going to? Four, four this four. year. That's dope. Yes. That's dope. Yes. Now, students need that because oh, it, it gets stressful. And especially uh, for students that's never been alone, going to those schools and, and not knowing people gives you anxiety. Having to pass and knowing that if you get a, a lower grade than a certain, you lose your scholarship and then meeting new friends. So I think that's that's amazing. Yeah. And it's also for students to feel like they belong. Correct. The dropout rate is insane mm. um and it's bec- i think it's a lot of it is it's, it's you know it's a lot on these students and now throw social media in the mix mm-hmm. oh my god on top right. of all the other things mm-hmm. you know so we're just trying to help we're just trying to save us and mm-hmm. save our future by saving these kids mm-hmm. i feel like you should come out with a line of pre-rolls called joy joints joy joints yes okay hey you don't think so 
Joy joints. A lot of pre-rolls. Yeah. I got it. A lot of people are using plant-based medicine for the anxiety really and depression are. and stuff like that. Yeah, they are. That'd be dope. And you also have the uh, One Million Hours Joy Challenge. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you started that last spring. Yeah. How does somebody join that? BorisLHensonFoundation.org. Mm-hmm. And you can find out how you can sign up for the Joy Joints or how you just, if you just want to donate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Tyler Perry uh, spoke about something a couple of days ago. Oh, Lord. Um, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm like, hey, you got some milk? I want to try this cereal. Can, can you talk about your Broadway show? Or that's, oh, I can totally can talk, talk about, about that. Okay, Tyler. okay. All right. I am so proud to be a producer of a Broadway show. What I love about this show is it because it showcases these women, and I love. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Of bringing life to hidden figures. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in D.C. I used to get my hair braided, but it was always over somebody's house, a friend's house. I never really knew about the hair braiding salons. Hung out millions of times in Harlem and I would walk past the salons. I just walked past them, you know, uh. But this play brings such a light to these women. And another thing, when you think about ICE and deportation, you never think about us because the only images Mm. they always show are the Latin community, right? But this play showcases that. Mm -hmm. These women are undocumented. They're in this country and they're trying to make a living. This is how they're doing. They're braiding hair. And in the play, you see that they have an issue with ICE and their documentation. I never think about that. Do you think about that? No. I, uh, one time when they, I think it was, was it the Haitian migrants who they say were coming over? Mm-hmm. I, that, that was a, a couple years ago, but it was like yes. a mention. It, wasn't, it was just a mention, yeah, yeah. but whenever ICE shows up, you never see. It's always, it's always they're coming down yeah. on the Latin community. Yep. So I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about undocumented black people mm-hmm. in the U.S. You know what I mean? And these women literally just trying to make a living. And so that was very interesting to me. Mm. Not only that, yes, bringing life to their, their story and their lives and these incredible women, but I love hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost became a cosmetologist. I, I mean, I almost went to school for cosmetology, but I missed it by one year. And I have a hair care line, so it really makes, it was a no-brainer for me to produce this show. And congratulations. Congratulations on the hair care line. Won Thank a bunch you. of awards. Yes. Congrats. Are you using it at your household? I did try some. My kids as well. You know what? We um, My daughter had a problem with... Um, Boy, the Hampton people lie for us. No, no, no. Let them finish. No, no, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> because I actually had to go and get everybody's hair product because my daughter had... Uh, what, is, what is it called? I don't know what it was. But she had Flaky. something in her hair. And we, we went and got everybody's hair. I mean, I done got the Brat. I didn't even know the Brat had a hair product. Oh, I done yeah. picked up the Brat hair products. Porsche has hair products I picked up because my wife sent me to the store and I just looked for anybody black and I just got got on the products. <laughs> but you love TPH. But anyway, that's what you forgot to say. I will right, well, hold up. Hold that thought. We got more with Taraji P. Henson. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up. Good morning. We are The Breakfast Club. DJ MV, Charlemagne the Gods. We're still kicking it with Taraji P. Henson. Charlemagne? What makes TPH stand out <laughs> from everybody else? Because TPH specializes in scalp care, honey. Mm. You got to clean your scalp first. And you have a head that is naked. You can see. <laughs> Do you have anything for no him? No protection. Do you have anything for him? <laughs> no, he, he has a scalp, doesn't he? You still got to clean your scalp? You do, yeah, absolutely. You still have to clean your scalp. And moisturize it so it don't and get dry. Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. And that's what TPA is You got something for him, for. boy. That's that. <laughs> She's getting a walk for that one now. This He's, is what I came for. Go <laughs> <eat>, go. <laughs> <laughs> but that but that but that's another way to bring joy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I I believe self 
care hair care is self care, mm-hmm. especially for women from ethnic backgrounds because we have curly, thick, big hair and we look at doing our hair as a chore. And so with the TPH line, it's more of um it's like a spa experience. So you pamper yourself from scalp to toe. That's because you don't have a body line too. Mm-hmm. So um the whole line was created um to change the narrative of you know taking care of yourself as a chore and look at it more as self-care like mm-hmm. take yourself to the spa and and the reason i came up with that is because my hair care line launched during the pandemic people were afraid to go to salons and Absolutely. be around other mm-hmm. people so it was more like bring the salon home to you yeah you can at an affordable it. price and affordable can men use it or is this for absolutely men can okay. use it you have a scalp right yes but I'm talking about guys that use like the Just for Men in the Beijing. Like, will it wash it out? Will it wash? It'll the- wash it all off. Damn. Yeah, I think I hear soap and rain. Here comes rain a stab. Here comes a stab. Yeah. yeah, you try to be funny. He's, he's no, that's him. That's he's him. Throwing, he's, we oh, had a whole conversation about to, this because I think a lot of guys are doing this now. They're getting the, the hair transplants in the Beijing and the Just and for the Men. And I'm like, I'm like, why? Like, who who are y'all doing this for? And so a lot of women caught up here say they don't even like that. They rather the guys just just be bald, be bald, or yeah. grow their they salt and pepper beard. Just like stuff y'all like rather that. us just wear our hair and not wear wigs and stuff. Oh, I don't care. I, you know, I know, but I I hear yeah. that. Uh, you know, a lot of men are just just be natural. They don't believe that. I think they just be. Talk- I, I'm, I'm I think you should do whatever it is that makes you happy. That makes you happy, exactly. unless you a man. If you're a man, you should let how the salt come, and pepper how grow come up. Men can't do because it looks ridiculous. That's terrible. They haven't oh learned gosh. how to blend it in. Like it don't well, look if natural. If it looks good, you don't mind if it looks good. If it looks good, right? Yes. Because some natural. of those wigs look really good. I'm not. I'm trying to say this with a straight face. I'm, <laughs> I'm really not trying to be funny because I believe people should do what makes them feel good. And if if women can wear lace fronts, men can too. I haven't seen a good one yet. The baby hairs. They've been going crazy with the baby hairs. No, the now. baby hairs are a little out of control. A little crazy. They're baby. Now. They're bangs. They're not. Baby hair, baby hair going down to your your your, your mouth like this, your nose, like your, your cheeks, like it's getting crazy now. Yeah, it's it's getting crazy now. You know what you know what it is mm-hmm. when the baby hair meet the eyebrow. Yeah, that's getting crazy now. But you talking to somebody? But I don't judge. Some people like it, and if that makes you happy, wear that baby bang, baby. Because I just that want it to look bang. natural. I want the- that is a bang on your forehead. <laughs> but if that makes you feel good, wear that bang, baby, and get you some TPH products to slick it that's down. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now, World Mental Health Day is coming up. That's yeah. right. Yes. What are some things people could do to uh, in their communities create their own joy joints and joy challenges oh, and all that good get stuff? Get the best group. If you like space, you like Uno, mm-hmm. whatever it is that brings you joy. It could be mm. sitting outside, sitting on the stoop, talking. Whatever it is, whatever brings you joy. I can't tell you what brings you joy. Mm-hmm. I know what brings me joy. Um, I want to play. I want to do double dutch. <laughs> I want to <laughs> jump double dutch. You still doing that? And play jacks. I haven't in a while, but I would for gotcha. this. To bring myself joy, I'm willing to do anything. People don't right, bring you back to your inner child. Absolutely, That's never let your inner child die. Mm-hmm. People Keep don't. People alive. don't double dutch. Nor, nor do they know how to double dutch. I know. And that, mm-hmm. which is crazy, because when we do the um, events, I bring this double dutch team, a mm-hmm. husband and wife, and they teach people how to double dutch men and women, and they teach you mm-hmm. the easy way how to how to you know because I'm yeah. double handed, so I don't know how to I don't know how to do it, but. <laughs> But um, it, it teaches you because it's fun and it's it an is. exercise and a it lot is. of people, they don't know how to do it anymore. No, they don't because people aren't playing outside anymore. That is correct. I, I like what you said about that because, you know, a lot of people are afraid to do that because their inner child still need, is so broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when your inner child still needs to be loved? You have to nurture it. Mm-hmm. You have to nurture that little child. Pay attention to it. That child cries out for attention all the time. I play still to this day. 
that's what my salon is about. Mm-hmm. I have a salon in my house. And I get my t- friends tease me all the time because I have a square, like a register. It's just, I used to play register when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And as I grew up, I was like, I'm going to always purchase the things that I couldn't afford when I was a kid. Mm. I was get, I was told no so much because we couldn't mm-hmm. afford it. And when I can afford, I'm going to get it. And so my salon is more like my playroom. And that's where I go when things become too much. Mm-hmm. I go in there and I tell people, don't call me. I have clients. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do? Do you go through a whole like... Uh-huh. Yep. Wow. I have an appointment book and I make up appointments. Wow. I go there. I let my inner child play. Love and it. I have these dolls, these heads, and I do their hair. Mm-hmm. Like one may have um, a wet set appointment. Mm-hmm. One may have um, a dye. <laughs> I may have to cut. You do by yourself? Yeah. Wow. I went to um, the University of YouTube and I learned a lot. <laughs> I graduated magna cum laude, so I know a lot of things. I'm going to bring my girls over to your house there. If you're doing <laughs> you hair should. like that, I'm I do nails there. too. You do nails? I'm going to bring them over. Oh, yes. Oh, bring them over. I'm drop off. <laughs> Like that, why didn't I have a girl? You know what I mean? Girls are hard, man. My son yes. be like, eh, miss me with all of that. Oh, I'm not interested. Girls are hard. I got four of them, and my oldest is at that age where she don't want nothing to do with daddy. She's 15. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, and that's heartbreaking. Mm-mm. Put your put your seatbelt on. My wife says it'll it'll she'll, it'll go she'll, yeah it'll go away. But how long away. though? Jesus, you never know. Yeah. Now she gonna get a boyfriend Sometimes and she really it, not gonna care about you It could you, be five years, it could be ten. You get a boyfriend. It's usually a ten year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty like, much. Like she, wait till she's 25? Yeah. Then she gonna get married? You, you're not, yes, because it's true. It's then she you, have a it's baby? A t- it's you're out, you're t- done. It's you, like, hang it up for the 20s. That's Let right, just, you're done. Just, just don't. What? Yes. Just wait for her to come back like tw- 28, 29. Start crying now. Yeah, I don't think people realize how heartbreaking. That's something that fathers don't talk about enough. Like, that's yeah. heartbreaking when you're your little girl all of a sudden don't want nothing to do with you and, and acts like they don't even like you. Yep. Would you would you say that the Boris Lawrence Hinton Foundation is your life's work? Yeah. Definitely my life. Uh, uh, a life purpose. A purpose. Mm-hmm. A clear purpose. Like, I thought it was acting. I'm going to touch the people through my mm-hmm. work. And of course I did. But I just felt like that was to bring me here because this feels really fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Like, I really... Because f- you could do a performance... At, will you touch somebody? Will you change my? I don't know. I hope so. But this is the work that is really changing and saving lives. Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel good about what I'm doing. I feel important. You are important. <laughs> Absolutely. I know, For a no, number of reasons. I know, but this really makes me feel like I have a life purpose mm-hmm. beyond vanity and being pretty in front of a camera or what does she have on or, you know. Are you almost tired of Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. Almost is, uh anyway. <laughs> but I still got some jobs to complete. Word, word, word. I have some things that I'm working on, but I know what. Yeah, it's I'm, it's getting to the point where I'm like I'm ready to let these kids have it. Mm. You know, I'm looking for my exit strategy. I don't want to be doing this one. Um, not on a grind. Yeah, not, yeah. You know, I want to dip back in when I'm ready. When it's a project that I feel so inclined that I will come out of my retirement, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm literally ready to go stick mm. my toes in some sand somewhere and let these kids have it. How can people donate to contribute to uh, the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation? Always. You can always um, go to www.borislhensonfoundation.org. That's right. Well, we appreciate you joining <laughs> us. Always. Thank you. Thank you you so are loved, much. valued, and appreciated. Absolutely. Uh, Henson. I will know that when I'm up <laughs> on this wall. Well, we appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> from Howard University. Hey, do you know? Period. Get that water bucket out of here. <laughs> Taraji B. Henson. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> 
Wake Up Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. Yes, indeed. We have Queen of Four. Welcome back. So glad to be back. And Stephanie McGraw. Welcome. Thank you so much for having us. You've always supported the wellness uh, community. So mm-hmm. thank you. And I'm, I'm welcome to see you I'm welcome to see you together. We are partnering in WARM, a work of WARM, yes. as we're coming forth to um, bring awareness to domestic violence month, you yes, know, and, and within that in October, it's happening right now. Thursday the 5th, we're coming yes. to a spectacular work, the day of Harlem healing. What, what is, is that? Tell us what that is. Mm-hmm. Well, we're coming together and we're going to share ways in which to protect ourselves, to heal ourselves. And it's a family affair. Although the women, you know, you have all the women that have been challenged um, they've been murdered basically in their own homes mm. so there's violence in our homes and we have yes. to heal as people as family so it's not we're pointing the finger at our men but we're looking at us as a community mm-hmm. what can we all do collectively to protect one another because when you take a woman's life you're taking your own life mm-hmm. and then the children are highly in danger yes. so we're coming together as me a holistic healer for the last 50 years and you're doing your work in, in community building and not for profit in yes. warm but well. oh, it's been over 12 years uh, it's been actually 13 years 13, yes okay. this is 13 i gave birth to warm in 2010 coming out of this cycle of domestic violence and when I came back to Harlem I didn't see any women that looked like me Mm -hmm. I didn't see any representation of women of color and I certainly didn't see any lived experience women where I come from it is you are to be quiet Mm -hmm. and it is a shame and we're saying that domestic violence is not a shame it's a crime and we want to expose it for what it is because women are dying. This book right here, every woman in this book has been murdered. Mm. We did the candlelight vigils, did the funerals for mother and children. So it's a critical issue here. And I'm so honored to, for you to have us here. And but one of the things that we want to talk about is important to feel. You got to feel first. Mm-hmm. Then you got to deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you got to come to that table of healing our body, mind, and spirit. So that's what we're going to do in Harlem this year. We we in Harlem on October fifth is bring our community together because we've been devastated. Let me ask you a question: When you deal with people that's been affected by domestic violence, right? Especially now, coach, black men. Why don't you think people shun them enough or shove those cases enough? A lot of times you see a lot of domestic violence cases get swept under the rug. A lot of times you see domestic violent cases people get plead out to lesser charges. Why do you think that happens so much in our community? And why don't you think it's it's spoken about more in our community? Well, the first thing is it is uh, an uncomfortable conversation. And a lot of times because you're dealing with women and children who are still considered to be second class citizens Mm -hmm. in in the world. Mm -hmm. So they don't take it serious enough. It's like, okay, well, it just happened. The brother got a little upset. It's not that bad. But we're saying that it is bad. Mm -hmm. It is a human rights issue now because women and children are being murdered. This book right here, all these women didn't make it out. Mm. And one of the things that, you know, in our community, there's just so much. There's a lack. There's no resources there. So that's why I came back to Harlem, because there wasn't anything in Harlem for women like me that looked like me. So we opened up the floodgates and God has sent hundreds and thousands of his children in. Who are some of the people y'all going to have at the event? 
Oh, we're oh. going to have, well, both of us are going to be there. Yes, mm-hmm. both yes. of us will be there, yes. <laughs> and then we're going to have um, China. China is the CEO of Dollhouse Cosmetics. Yeah. And we invited her because she's uh, she overcame mm-hmm. domestic mm-hmm. violence. Yes, she did. And as a result, she became an entrepreneur to let you know that there's a future, even though you've been beat down and hurt and wounded in your own home, that you can rise up, you can overcome. And she has a healthy relationship now. Mm-hmm. So that's an example. Then we have a moderator. B.B. Smith, she's going to moderate everything. Mm -hmm. And then we have Dr. Jeffrey Gennard. So he's going to be there and he's going to talk about the psychology and the emotions of it. I'm going to be talking about a way to bring medicine in our own homes. Mm. Buddhist medicine is my specialty. And a lot of the anger and the stresses is what we're eating and what's eating at us. Mm-hmm. And so we're reacting. One of the things I had asked you, I said, well, what time, what, when does this happen, the violence? And you said on the weekend. So that's after having some alcohol and some, you know, something to numb the hurt. Mm. Women and men are numbing a lot of the hurt. And so, but then it doesn't numb out. It actually expresses itself further out. So I have a whole campaign of detoxing. Yes. We can detox the woundedness, the mm-hmm. hurt. Then we're bringing attention that we can de-stress. Mm-hmm. We can release our anger in a positive way. Maybe walking, maybe uh, you know, working together, fasting and cleansing. So I'm doing a seven day at the um, the end of October. At the end of October, yes. We're going to come together. We're going to launch at Warm yes. at your location, 126th yes. Street. We're in Harlem, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to launch our seven-day detox. Not seven too much, not 21 days. Can we do seven days? And every night we'll be talking to the women, encouraging them, strengthening them. Because I always see the women as the healers of the home. The women can heal. Yes. And if they raise their vibration strong enough and we all come together, then our men will respond to us differently because we'll be able to help them. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to Absolutely. walk them off the edge, walk Absolutely. them over the bridge, help them to detox. Mm-hmm. Just something, a green juice every day will stress, bring the stress levels all the way down. A healing bath will have you not fight against yourself, but go inside and say, what are my issues? What did I carry over through my mother and father fight? Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing that into my house in this generation. Yeah. And then it it's just keeps going cycle. from generation to generation. Because you talked cycle. about the vicious cycle within yes. your own family. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. that we've gone through that. We have a passion for this because we went through it ourselves. Yeah. You know, somebody might say, well, you know, why should we have to help the men that are going through their own problems and beating us? Why should we have to be the person to stop them from doing that? What would you say to to, to, to that woman and people out there listening? You know, I would say that it is our duty yes. to help That's our family. men. Mm-hmm. Um, it is our obligation to help our men. It is uh, what we've been called to do to help our men. You know, everything is birthed from a woman. Mm -hmm. Everything comes from a woman. So we are talking about if we are getting ourselves right, if we are doing all the healing and Mm -hmm. eating right and fasting and praying. Mm -hmm. And if we don't. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Bring our men into this equation of healing, then who are we going to turn to? So it is our obligation to tell our brothers, look, and it is your obligation to tell your brothers, your brother, that's domestic violence. Mm -hmm. For 30 something years, I'm in living in this world and I didn't have the identification. Mm -hmm. It wasn't talked about. So we just thought that's what happened in the household, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what my mother and my father do. Mm -hmm. So what our job is to bring our brothers into this equation. So, yes, it is my obligation. You're not you're not saying that if a woman is in that situation and she's receiving abuse from the man she should just stay there and try to help the man no no we're saying yeah. get out we can get yeah. you out gotcha, gotcha, let's gotcha. get you out so get you can you get you some help protected. and thank you brother for bringing that around gotcha. yeah get you some help what they say when you get on a plane 
Put Drop your yourself. oxygen on yep. first, right. okay? Yeah. If I'm not breathing, then nobody's breathing. So I got to breathe first. Mm -hmm. Then, brother, mm -hmm. let me come back and help you. I had to get out. I wanted to, I, you know, I had a, a conversation with one of my abusers. I'm not mentioning no, ma no mm -hmm. names. And I asked him, why were you violating me like that? Mm -hmm. And he said he was beating his mother. Mm. <laughs> Unresolved issues. Ooh. Mm. And he just passed. I just like, okay, well, God, okay, yeah. you right now, that statement, I got mm -hmm. to go back and be available for our brothers because they are hurting. It's deep. Mm -hmm. It ain't just happened. I get in an abusive relationship. It mm -hmm. just happened. That thing happened when I was five years old. Mm -hmm. It was implanted. It was in depth. It was birthed in me because mm -hmm. I seen it. You know, when you spill something on the sofa, mm -hmm. you see the little stain, but you mm -hmm. don't see it. That thing is steep down in there. Mm -hmm. All right, we have more with Queen of Four and Stephanie McGraw when we come back. Their event, Day of Harlem Healing, is happening Thursday, October 5th at the Harlem Hospital. We'll discuss with them all, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Queen of Four and Stephanie McGraw. Charlemagne? If somebody wants to get involved, how, how can they? Thank you for asking that question. So <laughs> WARM is a 50C domestic violence organization. We're at 8 West 126th Street. That's between Lenox and 5th. We are open 9 to 6. We work on Saturdays from uh, 9 to 2. But if you want to get involved, you can reach out to us at WeAllReallyMatter uh, at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram. That's WarmNYC. We need everybody involved. Like mm -hmm. I said at the top of this segment, this is a human issue. This is not just a domestic violence issue mm -hmm. or man. It's, it's a human issue mm -hmm. and it's affecting us from around the world. So we just encourage everybody. You can reach out to us at 917-736-1621 or 917-736-0680. A lot of women, I'm sure, feel like, like you said earlier, like, you know, I mean, this is my family. I don't want to do this to my kids. I don't want to break up the family. Mm -hmm. uh, so what would you tell a woman out there that's listening right now that might be going through similar situations, might be being abused mentally, might be abusing, being abused, abused physically? How would you tell them how to get out if they don't know how? Well, it's not just you do one thing. It's a multitude of things. First, you have to say no more. Mm. You have to be standing for yourself in your own quiet soul and say, "I'm," because my children will be damaged from this. Mm -hmm. When when you spoke of the, one of the last cases, you this said one. the husband mm. took his life, first took his wife's life, then he took his one-year-old, and, and then three. he murdered his three-year-old. Mm. So and it goes. He murdered the, the mother. That, and he, he, he ended his life at the end of that. So it is something that we have to act now. There is someone right now who's listening to us and who's feeling, I don't know how to get out. You go to your mother, you go to your friend, you come to warm. We already you come to it. Queen of Four. Yes. We will, because we'll, we'll, everyone's case is not the same. Right. And sometimes you have help that you're not even realizing. Sometimes women are fighting with their own mothers, so they can't even go to, back to their mother's home for help. So we as the people must begin to heal. So every case is a bit different. We're saying everyone come out on Wednesday, on Thursday because it's going to be around the world everyone can see it it's free those who can get into the building at Harlem the fact that Harlem Hospital open up your doors for us to be able to do something yes, like this is saying that we need the community to be the healers too it's not just the hospital is going to heal us we as a people we are going to have to, have to heal ourselves. us and that's why it's not about 
fighting the men or fighting women. We need families. And you mm-hmm. cannot have family of just women. Mm-hmm. You cannot have family with just men. You have to have men who are healed up. You have to have women who are healed up and prevent. Mm-hmm. Don't wait until, because everyone's going through something. Sometimes yelling at someone will break someone's self-esteem. Someone's just pushing them. It seems so harmless. There's nothing to it. Sometimes they'll yoke, they'll fight all of this. Mm-hmm. Probably everyone who's coming out, they'll say, it happened to me at least once in my life. But maybe we can stop that when we start talking about it and we move the shame. Mm-hmm. And so if we remove the shame and say, this is what we're going through, let's work it out. What I have is, it says, black women are in a state of emergency, but families are in a state of emergency. And the spirit of domestic violence month, I'm saying, get out the trap, overcome now, be the change, that I'm a change maker, we'll all be change makers mm-hmm. to do our portion. So on the October 27th, this is like part one, Part one is let's get all to Harlem. The drums will be playing. Yes, they will. You know, Bob Law's coming out. Yes, um, indeed. Uh, who else is coming? <laughs> Erica Ford is coming. Yeah. We are unifying. It's not That's like right. one organization or one group of it's healers. United. It's we're united. Yes. Breakfast Club saying, I am supporting us. This is a big deal because yes. we respect you. We love you and we honor you and you honor us as a people. So you allowing us to be here now is going to help to stop some of the violence. Yes, mm-hmm. it will. Well, tell me about <laughs> yeah. the event and, and the time and where people can come and how they can get involved. Thank how they can contact answer. you, all of us. Absolutely. Yes, thank yes. you. So mm-hmm. it's going to be at Harlem Hospital. The doors mm-hmm. open at 5.30. We're asking everyone to come. Make it a date night with your girlfriend, with your children, mm-hmm. with your man, you know, mm-hmm. with your grandmother, with your aunt. Mm-hmm. Come out as a community. It's going to be at Harlem Hospital. That's 506 Lenox Avenue. Again, mm-hmm. the doors open at 5.30. Um, it will be in the auditorium on the second floor. If you need more information, you can go to warmwearereallymatter at gmail.com or you can reach, reach out to us on Instagram. That's warmnyc. Uh, and we will be there. We will be offering uh, Summer Queen's Tonics. amazing tonics and yeah, detox. uh, yeah. detoxing. Because for myself, you know, um, I didn't know how to grieve. I did not because they told us, you know, you get a little shot of alcohol, get you a little joint. That's how you. That's do right. It. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how it was okay. I I put on. 10 pounds of betrayal because I didn't know mm-hmm. how to get in touch with what betrayal felt like, mm-hmm. how to process it out. So what mm-hmm. I did, ate a uh, Haagen-Dazs ice cream, um, chocolate cake every night mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to. Until I got in touch with Queen in 2016, I crawled into her, broken down, and I got into the Queen sacred of Fool, woman Sacred Woman Training. Mm-hmm. I graduated. Uh, as a sacred woman in 2016 mm-hmm. and my whole life was shifted and changed so I promote healthy eating because I know for myself I can't get what God got me if I'm clogged up mm-hmm. I got to keep this vessel clean mm-hmm. to re- to receive the messages it's serious like that what we're dealing with now is spiritual in nature mm-hmm. a, a, a good old steak is not going to fix me from getting getting in a, a, out of a bad relationship mm-hmm. but I know the, I know if I get on my knees and ask God to guide me out you can't take something uh uh, spiritual and fix it with something material it's just not mm-hmm. going to work so working with queen has been one of my greatest gifts and i give that what she gave me to the women it's mm-hmm. all gravy i love it i love what i do mm-hmm. well we appreciate you guys so much for Can't joining us this morning though, thank you so much but also for those who want to um change their lives now mm-hmm. and they see they're in trouble they can join us in a seven-day detox and make it a community of wellness. Mm-hmm. So the women are coming and getting well. But
but also our men are getting well. Mm-hmm. Our people are getting well. So uh, uh, check out uh, queenofwood.com. You can register for the seven-day detox that's coming up and be a part of the change. Yes. And if you have an organization that the women are stressing out, you know it's time to bring those women together so they can help the other women and help our families and our community to build up. Yeah. So we're just so grateful that you we're have so us grateful. today. We're going to pass the word. You're passing the word globally. Absolutely. Yes. Queen you know, of High respect. Stephanie McGraw, thank you so much. Thank you. And don't forget, the event is this Thursday, October 5th at Harlem Hospital, and it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done? Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.